Welcome to the Las Vegas EDM Podcast. I'm your host, Hai Yen. I have a special guest on my couch today. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Fendi. I'm a DJ in Las Vegas, Nevada. What do you DJ? Uh, I DJ dubstep, but I can also DJ house. Nice. Do you produce at all? Uh, no, but currently I'm trying to find out how to, or I'm trying to learn how to produce right now. And uh, right now I'm just DJing right now and just learning little by little on how to produce. And what got you into DJing? What got me into DJing? Um, I would say when I went to Keizo and I saw him mix a lot of tracks that I really like, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I feel like I could do that as well and see if I could make up my own things. And I just started thinking of so many other songs I can like transition to. Uh, transition to another job with another song see what I could do and honestly it just inspired me to to just DJ and once I got the hang of it it was just like wow it was like amazing and what genre do you typically is it just dubstep or do you also do other genres too I do dubstep but um I do house as well because I've tried house I like house music as well so I so once I downloaded some house songs i tried to mix in i was like oh wow this is pretty simple i feel like i could really do this as well Mm -hmm. and dubstep is like kind of a little difficult but once i got into house it was like really easy once you get to know how to dj Mm -hmm. with dubstep it's like super hard you got to think of all these plans and like how to be really creative with it and with house it's just very simple to transition out and to like mix in with other songs and just vibe out to everyone would you recommend for people to like, if you start out with something hard like dubstep, then mm-hmm. you can easily transition, do you think, into other genre too, just and not just a house? I feel like if you know what you're doing with, like, dubstep and how to mix and how to DJ with it, then it will definitely be much easier with other genres as well. It's just uh, the flow and the way you're mixing it is just different in other genres, while dubstep is, like, very fast mix. In other genres, it's just very slowed and played out. While with dubstep, everyone's just playing like five tracks at a time, six tracks, four tracks. But to like start out, maybe like just practice on transitioning. And that's pretty much it. Just know how to match your beat, know which key to play in, which sounds good with this song. If it doesn't, just try it out another song. It's just all trial and error. Mm-hmm. Now, um, have you played any musical instrument growing up or...? Uh, I've tried different musical instruments. I was really into the drums when I was really little. So I had like a small drum set when I was little and I would always practice with that. And like with my brothers, we were like start off like a little band when we were little. Like we would just like not play any songs. We would just like bang the drums, just play the guitar, <laughs> just try to make a tune out of it. Yeah. Make our own lyrics. And then I transitioned to uh, guitar. I only practiced for like two years and then I kind of like faded out on that. But now I'm just like into DJing now and see if I can, you know, get more into music production as well. Nice. I hear people outside. I'm sorry. We have like a homeless encampment right outside here. They're they're not bad. It's just that it, it they get so loud and I get so like distracted like oh my gosh. Sometimes you can hear their uh conversation. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Or arguments, just like what we just heard right now. No, yeah, I was like, what's yeah. going on out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then two blocks down, we have Area 15. Oh, really? Yeah, Oh, yeah. my goodness. I did not know it was this close from here. <laughs> yeah. I am the first uh, right 
mm-hmm. when you exit. So the you know when you exit at Area 15 oh, yeah, at the lights, Valley View. Oh and yeah, the, it is right yep, there. Just right here at the lights. Oh my and goodness. <laughs> yeah, two blocks. It takes me like two minutes just to get down there and. If I want to catch someone, sets you know. It's very easy. Or I mean, you could just walk down there, right? <laughs> Not no no. It, it, there's too many homeless encampments. <laughs> like there's too much. Might as well just drive. It's like one minute. You can just go to all the shows there. Yeah, tonight. Oh, wow. I, tonight I might head down to uh, see that something at the Luminarium. Oh, what's going on over there? I don't know. Some kind of lo- local show. So. Oh, I didn't hear about it. Yeah, it's free. Oh, wow. I think they're a little bit older. Mm-hmm. I can tell by the DJs the set. Um, you know, when you've been, uh, you know, in the scene here, it's like different groups cater yeah. to different age range. Exactly. Because your audience tends to be the new kids, the yeah. younger. Right? Very young, new generation. Mm-hmm. Um, they just like listening to all types of music, I guess, too. And du- yeah, dubstep, I feel like, is like a young generation type. I feel like everyone starts off with dubstep. Especially me. I, I would admit, I first started off with dubstep. I mean, I listened to Skrillex back in like 2008. I feel like that's what got me into EDM. But after Skrillex, I kind of laid off on EDM for a while because I grew up in like a very hip hop and R&B environment in my house. Mm-hmm. And then I remember one time my friend was like, oh, let's just go to uh, Rez at the Thomas and Mac. And I was like, OK, like, I mean, I like electronic music. I mean, I've only listened to Skrillex, but I'll, I'll see what's up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, after that, I fell in love. I was like, wow. <laughs> I, I didn't know there was, like, a whole community of, like, yeah, <laughs> just, like, people that like listening to electronic music. And, like, everyone's just so nice. Everyone's, like, it's just a positive community. And, like, I've gone to all these shows. And I was like, wow, I feel like I could do this as well. Like, be- become a DJ. If they can do it, I can do it. And everyone's just so inspired as well. Like, I, I go to shows. I meet up with new people. They're like, oh, I'm also a DJ. I'm like, wow, like, what got you into DJ as well? And they just tell me like their first show and the one they love, their favorite, what they like, what they don't like. Like you just get to know everyone as well. Yeah, it is such a small community here. And also like, like what I like about raves is like you get to meet like someone new and then like you go to the next show and you meet up again. You're like, oh, I met you at the last show and they recognize you back. And you just have like, you just vibe out. And I feel like that's how you make new friends, new groups, get to know each other get to connect with people and also I think that's the same with like the DJ community as well like at first I was like super shy because like but like they're all open arms as well like we're all like in the same level as like we all started out somewhere they Mm -hmm. all just want to help each other grow and build our brand now anybody in your family growing up are musicians also or I feel like what's really really inspired me to become a dj was my old brother because he started out djing he wasn't really djing like electronic music he was Mm -hmm. just djing hip-hop r&b rap is he still a dj now uh right now he's just like working a lot he hasn't really had time to touch his decks so like i get to play with them now (laughs) (laughs) from his equipment yeah exactly (laughs) that always helps when you're like are you the youngest in the family then Uh, i'm the third youngest i have a younger sister but mm-hmm. my brother is older than me, but I have a second, like, an older brother mm-hmm. as well. So right. So we're, like, three years apart, four years apart. Nice. Yeah. Oh, we're two years apart. So he has all the equipments for you. Yeah, he has all the equipments, but then I bought my own equipment, so I won't yeah. have to bother him. <laughs> right. What about, like, uh, producing? Are, are you looking into that soon? Or? Yeah, I started off 
producing with like my friends, but I wasn't like really serious into it. I know a little bit of knowledge, but it was just mostly like simple, like pop beats, rap beats we made, but I haven't really gone to like electronic production yet. But once I do, I'll, I'll learn step by step, start off small, learn everything. What program do you uh, use? First, I started off with FL mm -hmm. and my friend just started like playing with it, see how to make beats. We just make we would just like laugh all the time because we would just make something goofy sound like. And then I switched over to Ableton with another friend because we also wanted to make beats. So I kind of know how to use the two, but I'm sticking in with FL right now, trying to learn how to use that because I feel like it's a little bit more simpler. And then maybe I'll transition to Ableton C, see how that goes as Especially well. Especially if you have it, if you have the program. No, yes, you have to have both of them. <laughs> they always recommend to use Ableton just because then um, industry standard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but FL Studios, I think it works too, but um, Ableton might be more for EDM. No, yeah, that's what I've heard as well because I've, I've heard it's more organized, and I, I, can, tell, I can tell why, because I've used Ableton before and FL. I can tell mm -hmm. how and why people use Ableton as well. Yeah. What are those things? If you could share, because I've never used either <laughs> one. So, like, in <laughs> FL, there's, there is, like, simple, very, like, easy ways to make beats that will help you out on how to make a track, mm -hmm. like, such as making patterns, copy and paste. I mean, you can do that as well with Ableton, yeah. but I feel like with FL, it's like way simpler. It's just like, like you're just putting in a puzzle and just trying to see which one fits better. But with Ableton, it's more organized because you just have all these tracks that are just specific on one thing, like audio or MIDI, like if you want to mm -hmm. play on the keyboard, piano, just trying to make like a little pattern. It's just more very well structured and organized to see which one goes which stuff like that i see yeah so it's more compact yeah with like all the uh, add-ons and stuff yeah exactly okay yeah while well, i'm over here just learning <laughs> audacity <laughs> for my podcast oh yeah so have you been to any music festivals yeah i've been to music festivals uh i feel like i've only been to like non-EDM festivals at first when I started off like going to festivals. Like which ones? I think my first one was Life is Beautiful. I think my first ever EDM set I believe was Alice in Wonderland because I was just going with a friend. He was like, oh, let's just go over here. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's this uh, stage called the Rave, like the Rave Tent. Okay. So that's their only EDM stage Like then. only EDM, yeah, only like just strictly EDM. But, I mean, they play EDM in other stages as well, and Life is Beautiful. Other, like, in big stages as well. Such as, like, last year, Fisher, he performed on one of the main stages. Nice. Yeah, he, it was, like, a really good set. And then we had... I saw Dylan Francis at the Rave Tent. Who else did I see? Knife Party. How big is this? Uh, would it be the same size as, like, EDC? One of those tent? Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like that. That size. Yeah, that size. It's it's pretty big as well. Yeah. Where? Where do they fit all that? Because it's it's in downtown, right? Yeah, it's in downtown. So they close off the street right behind El Cortez. So like after Sixth Street, they okay. close that off. All that 
that whole area off just for the music festival. Yeah. Is it fenced too then? Yeah, it's fenced too. So it's like, I believe the rave tent would be by that open parking lot right by right behind the the blue bar yeah or what's the one right across el cortez there's like another bar i know what you're talking about to the right if you're going if you're facing it i think i know like the parking lot's right there then the entrance oh once you pass the the grasshopper Mm -hmm. the flaming grasshopper the rave tents there like if you go more to the right it'll be like right behind there Right behind so the, the container park. The container park, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. It'll oh, be right behind there, yeah. That's huge. And yeah. then in Life is Beautiful, I think they use the container park for like local artists in Vegas. I think they just started doing that last year. Because two years ago, I think they closed that off. Yeah. I'm so excited. Isn't it coming up too then? Yeah, it's coming up in September. We have Bloom. We have Kendrick Lamar coming. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be performing there? No. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Who do, who handles that uh, the stage there at the container park? I'm not sure, but I do have someone that I know that performed there, and I got his Instagram that night as well, just from a friend. Yeah, that is so cool. I always love it when you know big festivals come and you know, or even organizers here, and they do big festivals here. It's always so nice to have local acts, you know, support the local artists, too, because you guys have it really hard. No, yeah. Because everybody comes into your hometown and they're fighting for a stake in it. And it's like you're not really like fantastic. You can't even get there like that. You know, you get the local scene. But while everybody else that comes into the city are dominating and they don't even live here no yeah and i think what i like about life is beautiful as well is like you have three re-entries so (laughs) you can cut you can come out you can (laughs) drink at the bar you can go back in and what i like about that as well is that like you don't have to spend so much money in drinks inside or you can go back to your car you know just get a little bit just go back and also life is like after life is beautiful there's a ton of after parties especially like on downtown i'm pretty sure like the local promoters will, you know, take advantage of that as well. Mm-hmm. That would see, be cool. No, yeah. Like we can throw something after Life is Beautiful. See Let's people go. that like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. People that like electronic music come over here mm-hmm. after party. You know, people don't want to stop the party after Life is Beautiful. Yeah. So I think it ends early as well. I don't think it ends really. What I would love to see someday, I plan to buy land in the desert. I go out there so often that I wa- I'd rather have a piece of land. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll have like my little houses and Airbnb it out there. And I'll also have a, a forest in the desert. Oh, so wow. So I'm going to, yep. But I would love to have like camping spots, you know, oh, my car goodness. camping or something, pull up and people can just camp right out there under the trees. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That'd be nice. Yeah. That sounds yeah. awesome. So after like the parties, like the, the you know, the, big festivals they can just camp come out and <laughs> camp here oh wow yeah yeah that's like a good money move <laughs> if I, you're I hope so i need i need the money right now <laughs> i used to own a chain of clothing stores oh, wow. for 20 years and uh, i closed my last one in february oh wow yeah which what? store was it the ten dollar store oh the ten dollar stores oh yeah i remember that yeah. one. yeah we were in uh, we started out in minnesota 
And then we expanded to one in uh, Wisconsin, Milwaukee mm-hmm. area. And then we had two here. Yeah, 20 years. And I, I'm good. I'm so good. Like, I, mm-hmm. I can't do retail anymore. Yeah. 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 I feel you. <laughs> I work in retail as well. <laughs> Where do you work at? I work at uh, Armani Exchange. That yeah. is so cool. No, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet. Which mall? Uh, at the North Outlets. Okay, yeah. Not so far from here. No, yeah. There's two. There was like two Armani stores there. I worked at both of them. So it wasn't just Armani Exchange I worked. I also worked with like Giorgio Armani products. Mm-hmm. And like Emporio, so like very high brand as well. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. What other experiences do you have? Other than that, just just that. Just that and uh, music. Oh, yeah, and music. Yeah, of course. No food food experiences. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) If only I'll probably learn how to cook by then. (laughs) (laughs) Here is like... uh, it's good that you do have other sor- source of income because being mm-hmm. an artist, do you find that it's a little bit hard trying to get gigs that pay? Yeah, especially since everyone's just trying to save money or like they know, you know, the DJ and they know they won't say anything. So they're like, I'll pocket it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. I know there's a lot of people out there like that, but sometimes, you know, the DJs get a lot of excitement, like, oh, I don't want to get paid. Like, I just want to DJ. Even when I was growing up, um, you don't really get paid when you first start out. Exactly. I don't even get paid right now, (laughs) you know, and uh, you just have to put in that work. Exactly. The more, you know, if you just count... um, Every activity that you do, let's say you make a song or you have a gig, every one of these activities or you show up at a party, yeah. that, that's considered. And we call it, you know, like um, the ROI, the return on investment. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know. But if you're investing, you know, 10, 15, 20 products of you appearing somewhere you playing somewhere you go to a house party you made a song and you invest all that there got to be at least some kind of return right no yeah like you put in so much hard work it's a lot and like so much time into something i feel like you need to be paid out or i mean it doesn't have to be money as well it it, it could be something it should be money Hopefully, I like an hear, offer. I need to hear hopefully. that. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> uh, you know, especially uh, the grind. The grind is a lot, especially being an artist, a new artist. Yeah, exactly. A new DJ. Because you've been performing since... Uh, I, I, my first performance was at uh, was actually this year. I've been nice. DJing for three years, but my first performance was actually this year. Uh, I guess my first full performance was at Cheap Shot. Back in January. And what what is Cheap Shot? It's a Cheap Shot's a bar spot, like in downtown, right next to We All Scream, and in between one of the little convenience stores there, I believe. You know, I go down there so often, and because there's so much going on, they're all right next to each other. I've (laughs) never even noticed that, like that the Griffin. I was about to mention that as well. Yeah, the Griffin. You just go inside. You're like, where am I at? It's a whole new world. (laughs) I know because they have banquet halls or hall rental. You can rent 
spaces there. No, yeah. To do I, parties. I, I remember going in there. I'm like, where am I at? <laughs> <laughs> I thought they don't even feel like they use. <laughs> no, it feels like a what is that? A biker? Like yeah, kind of like that. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Well, the, with the name Griffins, right? Who knows? Well, that's definitely not bikers. But all I know is they have like a nice old jukebox there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you pick any songs from there? <laughs> well, we tried, but so many people queued up so many songs. Our song didn't even get a chance to be played. <laughs> oh, okay. But uh, oh, it's free then. You don't. No, you don't put I, in no. Money. You put in like I think you put in like fifty cents or okay. twenty five. You get three songs. I think. Oh, nice. Two to three oh, songs. Yeah. Yeah, that can so last. I think everybody just went all out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that can last for a long time. <laughs> Are there any stories from uh, when you first started playing, performing? Uh, so I guess my first first performance. Well, so you only started playing this year. Yeah. So you've never been booked outside of um, just house parties and stuff? We've been booked to, I've been booked to two house parties with my friend DJ, or I should say Clutch Legacy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we performed at a Halloween party, two Halloween parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was like a big success. Everyone was enjoying it. Everyone liked the house music. I just remember going up in there very scared because I'm just like, oh, wow, I've never performed in front of everyone. Anyone. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to like our music. Was this Halloween of last year? Yes, it was. It was Halloween of last year. Someone was throwing a really big party. Somebody wanted us to DJ. So we pulled up with our equipment, all of our monitors, all of our yeah. wires. <laughs> <laughs> The laptop, the DJ set, so... And then once we came in, we just kind of vibed out a little bit. So, you know, we get to know everyone. Mm -hmm. And then once we heard the music stop playing, I just... I went outside, I was like, Clutch, Clutch, we... we, we it's up! It's our turn now, we gotta go! <laughs> no one's playing any music! <laughs> and then Clutch was like, okay, let's go! We just run in, start press play. Everyone was just vibing out. It was a really nice time. It was like a three-hour set as well. We Holy didn't even know. Shit. We, we didn't even notice. We were just having a great time. Oh, oh, good. We were having a great time. We were just like, all right, you, you go DJ for a bit. I need to go use the restroom, mm -hmm. or I want to go hang out with my friends a little bit. Let me go talk to them. It was just, we kind of went back and forth, played together, and then yeah, it was. It ended up to be three hours. We were like, oh my goodness, I think we're done. <laughs> Do you guys ever play together after that, or? And yeah, th uh, I think. The next day after that, we had another party, and that one was kind of a bust. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, everyone enjoyed um, the music, but the owner was just like, no, like, I don't want that. <laughs> but everybody, but everyone was enjoying it. Yeah, it's of the house? Or? Yeah, of the house, like, mm -hmm. of the house music. Mm -hmm. uh, we, yeah, we just played house music. Everyone was enjoying it. What kind of establishment? Uh, he So it was like a penthouse party. Okay. And I guess the person that bought the penthouse didn't oh. want us to play that music so <laughs> we just left <laughs> so like all right we're Someone heading bought out a penthouse and you guys got invited to it yeah that's we got invited to it we got invited to it to play as well that's amazing yeah it was a really nice penthouse as well as at the where was it at westgate they had a really nice penthouse were you there. ever invited back no <laughs> actually no well, i mean we could stay at the party but Clutch yeah. and I decided, like, oh, you know what? Let's just get out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't want to play. They don't want us to play any music anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you were playing uh, what house music? Yeah, we were playing house music. Everyone was like, like enjoying it. I even have a video of it as well. Everyone was dancing to it. Except the owner. Except the owner. Is it because of the noise or just? No, I just. They just didn't really like hmm. electronic music. I guess. Oh, because they wanted probably top forty. Yeah. 
when they 100%. hear when they 100%. hear yeah, when they hear DJ, you always have to uh, clarify it because it's like number one, how did no, you hear yeah, about we, me? We, yeah, we even clarified clarified it before, and they said, yeah, it's fine, just come over. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times when you you know. Yeah, they yeah, they, I've, they I've think it's top 40. <laughs> yeah, I even downloaded like some really old, you know, like big rap songs. I played it out, but I mean, I only had a few. I didn't have, you know, a whole arsenal of rap and R&B and hip-hop music. You live and you learn. Yeah, we live and we learn. I even told uh, Clutch, like, the day, you know, we had a successful night. I was like, man, yeah, we have this successful moments, but there will be those moments where... You know, it's going to go downhill. <laughs> and we're just going to have to face and deal with it. Yes. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and you rather, you rather have I, that big, you know, that exactly. incident when you just started out. So then, um, you, you know, and, then you get th- over it. No, yeah, exactly. instead of anticipating like, oh, I know I, it's going to happen yeah, someday. I, I expected it. So I didn't really take it to heart. I mean, it was, it was a bummer yeah. at the, like at the moment. But after that, you know, I was well out of my mind straight so i was like just focus they still paid you though no (laughs) 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 oh i love this (laughs) we all go we all go through those moments i swear you know no yeah That's good. that's good then you left. Yeah, you don't need a snack. No, yeah, we, we, we took their snacks and left. <laughs> <laughs> they had a bunch of candy and chips. <laughs> oh my god. We took a lot of it. But after that, I guess uh yeah, Clutch and I performed at uh play, with uh, Playhouse Mates at 18 Bin with Sky Age as well. Are they the same? I'm always curious. No, I don't think they're the same. They're, they're they're two different groups. Yeah, I think they just went, they just merged together for that night. See it together often, and so I I'm not sure. Are they just a group of friends that just you know two different brands? Because what is Playmates? Playmates is uh, another like underground company. I'm pretty sure that's ran by DJ Alex. And I th- they just do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they they got Cozy, Ovix. They always got Jerome Rome there. Yes. Yes, he played ha- at our open decks. No, yeah, he, he was really good. Yeah, yes. Yes, he looks like Dom Dalla. <laughs> yes. I messaged as I'm making his video. I was editing it, and then I messaged him. I was like, has anybody ever told you you look just like Dom Dalla? <laughs> like, <laughs> And I, I, th- I wonder, does he wear the sunglasses on purpose? Because he even looked so oh much goodness. like Dom Dalla. He can make a mustache. living. He can make a living here in Vegas Just and impersonating be a him. Dom Dalla impersonator. You know. Yeah, exactly. And now, who are the Sky Age group? The Sky Age group, I, I believe it's uh, ran by Cosmic something. I forgot his name. Yeah, they're really nice, but I I just never gotten the opportunity to actually m- see everyone. Yeah, so exactly. then I can separate them. Like, okay, which one is? Yeah, which? yeah. <laughs> so far, I'm just uh, not really sure. It's always nice to see production groups just coming up and starting their own, and hoping no, that yeah. you know someday, you know, ten years from now, fifteen, we could still see them. 
No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're and hopefully, I mean, I feel like all of the like companies in Vegas that run the local scene are pretty much big. There's so many. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of them. So many. I feel like there's parties every day. Yeah. <laughs> every <lot>. weekend. It's <laughs> Everyone's a lot. just going to them too. Yeah, and I wish that they collaborate more. No, so yeah, I work see, together. I would love that. Be I would a love big to see team. That. Maybe just one organization. Yeah. Maybe. Or just collab. Just collab. More. Yeah, exactly. So then bring the crowds together. And then that's how you'll grow. Know when the, you're all by, the locals. Yeah, because if you're by yourself, um, you're fighting this big monster of the strip, right? And if you're, if you just all, you know, even if it's like, try to do more than two, three, four, five production groups, host one event a year. I called it uh, Vegas Village. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someday I would love to do a street fair. Mm-hmm. The Rave House Entertainment. I don't know if you've heard about them. No. I think that's what they're, they're doing. A Las Vegas EDM Awards. Ooh. So they're bringing oh, everyone Ra- that's... Rave House Entertainment. Yeah, I, Rave House Entertainment. Dylan? Yes. Dylan. Dylan from the... Yeah. He's evil. Make, it used to be... Evil Twins. Yeah. It used yeah. to be Evil Twins. Oh, he's he's doing his award show. Yeah, he's doing his award show. That is so cool. When is that? I would have to double check, but he's like... He's just like uh nominate like see who's like the best producer best dubstep best house so did he just launch that or yeah he just announced it okay so now every everyone can be participated everyone can vote everyone can tag their favorite local artists then i should have him on my podcast yes you should <laughs> you know that rage cage that red art cart yes yes the, so i'm uh, the rage cage yeah i own a percentage of that my ex and I used to own half, but now I guess I own a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> I need to cut it. <laughs> fourth, I own. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's always been my dream to own an art cart because I always wanted to do open decks, mm-hmm. take it somewhere, Burning Man, mm-hmm. who knows, music oh, yeah. festival, pull it up, and then have my open decks on it, um, so artists can really feel like you made it. You know? Oh no, yeah, exactly. So here's a new segment that I like to add to all my podcasts. Um, I would ask the artists, mm-hmm. a fun, fun question. What's your go-to guilty pleasure track that you secretly enjoy but might not play during your regular sets? So <laughs> there's this one <laughs> song I played in my set, but I think that's the only time I would ever play it. There's a song called uh, Polyrhythm from by phonon polyrhythm by phonon yeah polyrhythm by phonon so it's like very very outbeat (laughs) out of beat (laughs) (laughs) but it's uh like a poly structure of where he just i don't know there's like a whole science behind it i would have to look into it again but it's just very offbeat but like it's like in a very it's like it's called poly it's like a poly structure where you just put in beats in between out of like when it's out of line. And that's why it makes and like they just I don't, I don't know. It's very hard to explain, <laughs> but it's very outbeat and like nobody can dance to it <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and you, you at first it sounds nice. But then like once you keep listening to it and it's very outbeat, you're just like, what is this? It just sounds like trash. It's done on purpose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's what I played it. I, pl- I said, uh, let's see if anyone can dance to this. And I just played the track. <laughs> Did anyone dance? Much? Um, 
No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on yeah, to no my worries. podcast. Thank um, you. Come back anytime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah. Um, where can people find you at? People can find me on Instagram, Fendi Dubs. They can also find me on SoundCloud, Fendi. Uh, just look for Christian Garcia as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again. And I'll link everything on my website at lasvegasedm.com. Thank you so much.